When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back, everyone. I have a very special guest uh, today, someone that I have been teasing about coming on the show for quite a while because she was my first guest uh, on the show. And it's my beautiful mother, Connie Poucher. Hello, Hello my love. I hope I'm not the last one. I, <laughs> I was the first one. And I hope oh, I'm God. Not the last one. <laughs> I, I hope not. No. no, my God, I hope not. No, I, I hope to continue to podcast okay, for a I while. Know, I, I know, I Even know though I'm know. not going to lie, I always have, <laughs> although I, I always have these, I, like, these moments of, should I still podcast? Like, am I good enough? Like, there are so many shows out there. And, you know, you start to get in your head about, like, you know, do people even want to hear what I have to say anymore? You know, like you start to get in your head if about, I can, if I can give, about like your, and, and forget about just podcasting. No, if I, but if I can give you my, my, my personal advice, uh, first, let me say hi to all your beautiful audience, the, the loyal, very loyal audience that you have, because um, I appreciate, even if it's just one person that's there, I'm going to tell you a little story very fast. But I remember, um, you know, when you buy advertising on the radio and you know that, it, you know, you're spending your money and, and you want to make sure that it works. But the moment that you start receiving phone calls or now with this technology, you receive text and all of this um, information uh, about the comments of your people, the followers, the fact that there is a handful of people listening to you. I felt obligated to continue buying that advertising. And you know what? I, I never regret that because the moment that I continue and I continued and I continued, it just turned into a, you know, a really beautiful show where people that are listening to you, you have, Natalie, you can rest assured that these people have a huge heart and that they love you. And that's a great feeling to to have. Right. And that's, and that's what I have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause you've been doing radio for what? Like over 10 years. It's going to be 13 years this year. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Right? It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, I think there's something to be said about um well, like when you do get those messages, you feel like, okay, I'm I'm touching someone's life, right? Like I am making a difference. Um and then I think there's some, something to be said about just continuing to do what you love even through the hard times and even through, you know, the moments where you feel like you start to get in your head on about whether or not, you know, you're even good at what you're doing. Is this worth it? Um, 
there was a, a, a something that my, my friend literally just posted and I loved this. And, and it was from a book from Russell Brunson. And it says, there will always be people in the world who are more advanced than you are, but that's fine. You can learn from them, but don't let it stop you from helping the ones who are a chapter or two behind Absolutely. you. So it's sort of this, right? So it's this idea of like, okay, you may not be like the smartest one or or the best one at whatever you're doing, but there are people that are trying to get to even where you exactly. are. Right? And so it's like, and it's remembering that like, okay, yeah, you know what? People would would die to to have a podcast that's already running and already, or have a, a radio talk show or whatever. Like, and I think that, and whether or not that's Wherever you are in your life, people would probably die to be wherever you are right now. And I think it's just a really good reminder and it sort of like humbles you again to be like, okay, I am where I'm supposed to be. And I, I and if anything, you gotta, you gotta take it as like, I can't wait. And I, and I want to learn from the people that are, you know, in front of me, you know, and just remember there's audience for every, everyone. And we cannot, you know, cannot expect yeah. that everybody has to like, you know, this particular podcasts or that podcast. People totally. are against. People cannot, totally. can, can hear politics. Others, they cannot hear, you know, people, arguments or crime, fighting. Some of, some of them enjoy just shows that are, you know, like this one, for example, like, yeah, comedy, like comedy or, shows or, or, or whatever, or, or, lighthearted or real shows. Life, real life uh, podcasts, you know, where people are expressing like a reality yeah. show, you know, this is who we are and this is what we're expressing. That's it. Down, down. Totally. Down. It's funny. I I I just did Patreon, and I talked about um, the everything that yes. happened with Riley, because you know I'm an open book. I yes. talk about everything, and the only reason why I'm not doing it on the on like the public forum is because, you know, sometimes, you know, like when you have a fight with your husband or something or your wife, and then you and then you tell your best friend, and the best friend doesn't like, the best friend starts to like not like the husband. Or like, you know, you tell your mom something about your husband and the mom stops liking your husband. It's almost like that, like where you don't want to like overshare because you don't want them to like have a different viewpoint of them. And so like you only tell the people that like, re like you really love because you know that they're not going to judge you. Um, not that you guys are going to judge me, but sometimes like I don't want to make things too public. And so Patreon allows me to sort of still make it very, very intimate and like have discussions that honestly I probably would only tell my mom and my sisters. And so that's why I keep it to Patreon. But I do share, I mean, everything on this, you know, the public but platform. Just, um, but anyways, so I yeah, told. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go mm -hmm. ahead. Yeah. So I, so I told the whole story on what happened with the Riley thing, but just to give you guys a little information, um, him and I sort of got into an argument over something that he thought was not a big deal. I thought it was a big deal. Um, and you know, and, and it's really about having these conversations about boundaries in relationships, right? Like, like what's cheat, like not, not that it was about cheating, but like what's cheating to you versus what's cheating to me or, you know, where do we draw the line on finances or, you know, like any of like those very serious conversations that like maybe until it happens in the relationship that you don't have to, like, you don't bring it up. Right. Right. Um, but I think it's interesting that I, I was talking to you three. I always tell you three everything, but you guys all had different responses to, to that situation. Well, the responses I really, I think they come, uh, based on your personal experiences, uh, ex experience. experience, 
It, yes. And I mean, yes. in age, you know, age means a lot. Like right. Jessica, the things that my daughter used yeah. to say, you know, way before when she was starting her marriage and then things that have happened right now. And now she's like, mom, I, I can totally, you know, um, agree with the things that you now say. Really? Yeah, relate. And, and, and you know, sometimes you just need, mm -hmm. need to let them grow, experience it. And uh, that's why, I mean, my opinion with what happened to you is like, oh, come on. Even though I'm a very, you know, insecure and jealous person. But knowing now what I wish I would have known <laughs> back then, that's why I wrote that song. That, that's right. why I think I wrote that song. And I think it was in a very humorous way. But I thought, you know, a little bit of cheating should be allowed. It took me 30 years to find that out. So anyway, right. I thought it was just going to be something like really funny. But at, at the same time, like don't let small things ruin something so beautiful that you guys have. Totally. Oh, a thousand percent. And we had such a beautiful conversation last night, which I haven't even told you about. But we like really dived into um, like I think more root causes of like what was bothering me like at my core. And it's funny, I was talking to Jackie and Jackie was like, you need, first of all, you need therapy <laughs> to really like, like, like get to the root cause of why you're, why you feel this way right. over things that maybe shouldn't be an issue. But, um, and, but, but we had a really good conversation and like, I was getting down to like the very, very vulnerable things that like, I was thinking that I would probably never tell him and I told him like that I was scared to get pregnant because I thought, you know, what if you don't find me attractive? And like, what if you like all of a sudden now have a wandering eye because now you don't like, like those really hideous thoughts that you have that like you shouldn't have. I was like able to get it off my chest. And then he was able to reassure me that like that would never happen. But then it also trickled into other conversations on like, you know, what's happened in the past between him and I and like how with like the first pregnancy. Um, and he was like, you have to remember, he goes, you were really, um, you were going through a lot of course. in that first we'll, pregnancy. And we all know that. Like yes. you were yes. miserable. Yeah. He's like, you were miserable. He goes, and honestly, you weren't very fun to be around. He goes, every, like you were, it was really hard to be around. He goes like, but I it was, was fun there. to get you pregnant. It was just fun to get you pregnant. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, you know, but it's interesting, like, and that's, a, this is just the beginning of our relationship. I mean, we're only what, five years in? Right. And those are your insecurities, Natalie. But can you imagine if he had the same ones? Like, is this really the woman that I want to have a second child with? Uh, am I going to be a good father? Will I right. be there? All these insecurities that you both have, I mean, they're acceptable. I mean, so it can happen. But I think that at one point, you must just grow a little mature and say, you know what? If the bird or the dove is still here, it's because I must be giving this bird what this bird wants. You know, that's why he's there. That's what he comes to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, right. Because is that like a Spanish sí. thing, right? Or like if sí. it flies away, cuando if it comes back to you. If the dove is still mm -hmm. in, the, in, in, the, in the nest, that's because he keeps coming right. for more. That means that you're giving him what he wants, what he likes, what he loves. So let's yeah, like, right. don't, don't end the day. We, right. Like don't overthink it. Don't, don't overthink yeah. it. My love. Cause there's going to be a day, even, the, even if you give them the best, you know, golden, you know, food, whatever you want to give love and they say no anymore, then worry, then worry. 
that's it's all over. Mm-hmm. Same thing with men. Yeah, men need to know. Yeah, because you because you guys all came over. You guys all came over on Sunday, and we talked about what had happened, yeah. and and during that conversation, my mom said, you know, it was sort of like a double. It, it was sort of like a double thing because she was saying, you know, like just. Um, the day that that she's not jealous and the day that she's that she doesn't care about what you're doing, then you should be worried. Like to Riley, she was saying, like the day that she's st- like isn't giving you shit for for something <laughs> is the day you should probably get worried. And vice versa, the day that wait, what what's the opposite of that? So if I'm not giving a shit, <laughs> oh, the day he doesn't give a shit, yeah, right about about yeah. what I'm doing or or whatever, like then, then you right should now, be worried. What I saw, he got nervous. He got nervous and you could see his face, yeah. you know, he's pretty white. He got red, <laughs> like a shrimp. Yeah. The, the, but then I could tell yeah. that that's a good sign. When someone gets like nervous and then right. he, he went there to you. Because there's time when people are going, oh, she's crazy. Nothing happened. Because you know that they're probably, you know, doing right. something that is not right. But when, when we knew that right. he was worried and then he kept texting you and, and we could we could tell the pattern of the, the text that came later. We could tell yes. that that man, and I told you that man, it's in love with you, and and I'm sorry that you you know you that you yeah. really picked a very good looking man. I'm sorry, that's your that's your fault, and and, and he <laughs> and he did too. You know, he 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 found this beautiful yeah. you know this beautiful girl that um uh, it's a great mature woman, and I I mean I'm honored to say that this is the my, the daughter that I raised <laughs> in a way, you know, so. Uh, no, no, and um, no. You guys, you guys are good. You guys are good. Yeah, we're good. And so, yeah, I said I said the whole story there, but I'm I'm glad you're you're here with me, and we're talking about this. And I love that our relationship is so open like this, because I don't yes. think um, I don't think many people have this, and I think it's it's right. super special. And you have it with all your kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do remember though when I was young, like you know, in, in your age you know and married and i remember my aunt who used to come from mexico she used to say um you know why i'm here because she was married like 40 years 40 and she used to say oh no 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 you know what i'm never going to leave my husband i'm never going to leave the maid everything that i went through and i had to put up with no 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 i am now traveling you're she's saying i'm not i'm not going to leave the maid i'm not going to leave the maid basically everything that i worked I had to like yes. work for. She put up with, with him. the infidelities and 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 the good and the bad and this and that. Now that he, he was, was like a older, notorious cheater, though. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's what she said. And I was in my marriage because of my children, and she was there for forty or more years. And now she says, now that he's getting older, you think that, and he's still cheating, and you think that I'm going to leave him? Heck no. And he was a millionaire, a millionaire. And she said, no, honey, I'm going to travel. I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to date in the United States. And we kept saying, Tia, are you sure? Tia means aunt. Are you sure you're doing the right thing? She goes, trust me, you will learn one day. Sometimes you stay there because of the love to your children, your grandchildren. And I'm never going to break up this marriage that I built with so, you know, with with, with so much love. And, and of course, a lot of, you know, issues in, in their marriages, in their marriage. That's funny. But anyway. I, I- I also said that in my podcast, I'm like, I don't think that I could be in a relationship, like a, like a loveless relationship just for the sake of my children. Like I, I couldn't live that way. Like I could never do, I mean, wait, but if you're like, 
if they're millionaires, I mean, do you do it for the lifestyle? No, I don't think I can. I I feel I feel like for me, the love means more than the money. Unless like what what do you I mean, you got a divorce, I but think, you guys I think it yeah, I think everyone is in the totally in 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 you know in a different position. My aunt, I mean, she barely went to elementary school. Um, they became millionaires because of something that he invented, and then right. uh, but she, she never knew how to work. Right. At all. I'm talking my aunt. So the only so for her thing it was almost like was a safety at, net. Yeah. Yes. The mm-hmm. only thing that she was good at was cooking, and pleasing her husband whenever he said, "Here, right. I need something." Right. And then eventually the grandchildren. So for her, there was that's that was her life. Right. See, but now you're in a different you're in a different position in 2023. We're talking about exactly. different kind of, you know, women personality in those years, even in Mexico. Still, there's a lot of that, that women will probably stay in their marriages forever. Versus and they're the just United submissive. States. Right. Exactly. It's, it's like this power dynamic. It's this, you know, it's this sort of traditional, like the man works, the woman stays home and cleans and raises her children and, and does all of the domestic, you know, things and they have to deal with whatever the husband does. And it's, it's so, it's like, it's like anarchy. And I think that that's why there's some comedians that say that, uh, you know, like, you know, Mexican women usually say, oh, he didn't beat me this month. That means because he's not, he doesn't love me. He doesn't love right. me anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay, so and now, by the up- way, you told Riley that joke, and now he's really just, he always uses that <laughs> joke. I'm like, you're so stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. And by the way, anymore. not to make, you know, domestic abuse, a, a joke of domestic no, abuse. No, no. You know, we're just no. kidding. But, um, Are you kidding me? No, but, no. You know, it, no but it's, it's so... It's yeah, something yeah. that can never, can never be accepted. I come from a family, you know, that... My mother was physically abused, and um, it traumatizes um, the the kids, you know, for the rest of their lives, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. You were, you guys all were. I mean, it, since you were little, a little girl, right? That's all you sort of saw in a relationship. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and that's what they say when when it's um, domestic violence doesn't necessarily mean that you are the one being beaten up like a child. No, you can be uh, tremendously um, traumatized when you see. Your father, for example, hitting your mother. You know, the the domestic violence is still there. It doesn't matter which what color you put it in. Right, still there, and um, and that's why you know we in I mean here at least we're more outspoken. In even though Mexico, you know, they're starting already to you know fight back, but um, that's 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 an incredible subject that um, it touches a lot of a lot of people. Why do you think your mom didn't leave the situation? Uh, my mom was always, uh, like 10 years younger than my father. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, she did, she only went to maybe fourth grade, fifth grade. Um, a, she had polio and she was, um, you know, struggling to just stay alive with four little girls, mm-hmm. a beautiful woman, physically, physically beautiful. But, uh, I think that's why he was always jealous of my mom that he saw that he had a beautiful woman at home. And in, uh, in that every friend that he invited always told my father, oh, the day that you don't want her, let me know because she's beautiful. And he would grab a brick and break it in his head. And I think at one point many years ago, he probably put someone in heaven <laughs> because oh, he was he very jealous. Someone? I think he, they said that he might have in, I'm 
I'm talking in the 1950s, you know, when he was very young. My father yeah. was born in 1926, but he was so jealous. You have no idea. My mom was born in 1936. Mm -hmm. And then when my mom, my mom remembers talking to my father, when he, you know, when he kidnapped her and took her to a, Yes, you know, everyone knows town. that story. Yep. Yeah, my mom, my mom, my mom. When she arrived there, they told them my my grand my grandma my grand my 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 grandfather said, "Amando, you need to leave because you know that they're looking for you." And my mom was like, "What the heck?" That's because then he told her, "I need to leave. I'm gonna leave you here with my parents, but I have to go because I killed someone with a brick that apparently he was fighting for another woman, not my mom." Another woman. No. Okay. Remember, remember, he used to take all these young girls to his to his yes. house. Yes, because it didn't. He, that's why he got did, beaten. Up. Right, he got beaten up because they were like, "You brought home another one." He got beaten up by his own parents. Like, really? Another one? Boom! Like another one? Boom! Mm. Right, right. So then, when my mom is like, "He kidnapped me. I'm here. I don't even know where I am," and that's when she was the best tortilla maker. Because that's all she did to survive. She had to, you know, there was a huge family over there. So my mom was just like the, the tortilla maker and a beautiful singer. A beautiful yeah. singer that came from a beautiful family of singers. But my father was a great singer too. So that's what here and we have. And that's sort of like seniors. their love affair, right? They would like they would get drunk together, they would sing together, and that was like a very passionate, oh. toxic relationship. Very. Very, because that's why they attracted a lot of people because of their of their duet. You know, they were singing always together. So all these parties, they were always men and women, and and you know they were just a you know a very uh, accepted couple because of their singing. Right. And until they got, until they got home, that's when he started saying, "I saw you." I saw how you how he looked at you and he gave you money and he put it in your bra and we were very little but listening to the conversations and then here he goes, give me, you know, let, let me see your bra. Let me see your bra. And he would grab her bra and open her bra and say, you know, where's the money? I know, I know, boom, boom. I know he gave you the mm -hmm. money. And then that's when he started getting very aggressive until we got out of the room, our, our little bedroom that we had we opened open the doors he would send us back to the bedroom and that's when we went out and then grabbed them by the hair and the, the, the four little girls grabbing my father by the hair and beating him up to get you know uh, uh, get off my mom's um, he was on top of my mom yeah always trying to you know kill her or whatever it was very tra tra you know traumatic, traumatic times so we used to but, be but by the yeah, time that you guys but but by the time you guys like actually had like almost like the balls to go and and grab your dad was that all the time or was that like finally like you four were like let's go like let's go stop dad no, or did the, that at, like at the, at the beginning at the beginning when, when we, that i remember you know being so little he you know this happened all the time but um there were How times when he would put the, the since I remember him beating my mom, yeah, I don't, I, literally since like two, birth. three, yeah, three years old that I remember. I even remember the little homes that we lived and everything that happened to us. And yeah. uh, and, and but he, what he used to do, he used to grab the belt, put it right on the table, just so that we all could see. Don't get involved, and in, and that's where he would put the the the. the, the with a mm. with a, como un broche, como se dice? Con un broche yeah, like, like, like a big buckle. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, like this is the belt. So what happens is like as soon as he started fighting and the, this whole thing started, we used to come out and he would grab the belt and hit us on our on the bottom of our legs. So just to go back into into our bedroom. But at one point then when, when we kept my mom screaming more and more, we didn't care if he would beat us. We would still go right. out there. This one time, this one time, that's when we ba- barely caught him choking her. And my mom oh. was already purple. And, and so we grabbed him and we just, let's say, this is enough. And we started beating him. So there was just a very traumatic, you know, traumatizing, traumatizing. It really Tell your is. guy to please. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very, very, no, I mean, very it is, but, but I think it's important that we, that we have these conversations because, it, because then you start to think like, it's awful what he did. Right. But then I guess my brain goes to like, what did he go through to make him like that? Right. Like well, what was his later, story? As- le- mm-hmm. Later as we grew older and we, you know, cause we stopped talking to my father, obviously, you know, when my mom separated yeah. officially, uh, but then uh, we learned from the family, his family side, which they were very educated people, that mm-hmm. he was the oldest of nine, that he was the one carrying uh, all the clothes to go to the river to um, to wash clothes. And my grandfather would beat him up tremendously. And my grandmother would beat him up. And he took all the beating. And mm-hmm. so he saw a lot, a lot of um, um, abuse. violence. Yeah. Abuse. And... Yeah, and then oh, the fact that he was Jewish and his mother was Catholic and he saw a lot of beating, a lot of beating uh, from Oh, wait, that stems father. from even his? So his dad was Jewish and his mom was Catholic? Claro. My I didn't know that. Conchita was, my abuelita Conchita was always Catholic. Yes, my grandfather married a, a, a Catholic. And then a he woman. ended up marrying your mom who was Catholic. And then my mom was Catholic, but by the time my mom got to that little town, that's when he told my mom, my father told my mom that a white dress was waiting for her to get mar- to, to marry her. Right. And right. then my grandma, my grandma knew that he was lying. There was there's no such dress here, and, and 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 it is you know it is what it is. So, but my father used to see that my grandma could never ever you know, speak or say or do anything with regards to the Catholic Catholic religion to her children. All of them were supposed to go with the Jewish religion since they were very little. So wow. then, then it was our turn. Then it was our turn, you know, to be in a marriage with my mom Catholic, my father Jewish. So those were the fights again, where we uh, were not allowed to eat, you know, like tacos with sour cream. And he would put the belt again in front of us like, I'm looking at you guys because we used to go to my mom's family side and they hated him because he, they knew that he was such a, you know, very, um, you know, the strict father strict. with religion. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we used to say, okay. So we used to go to the kitchen and my mom would say, open, open your mouth, open your mouth. And then we used to just get, grab the taco or do whatever we had to do. Because you can't mix dairy with dairy with meat. You is, cannot is mix the... dairy. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You guys, I'm so excited because finally there's a solution to organizing your fast-paced on-the-go lifestyle with BASE. Because gone are the days of having to sacrifice style for function. 
Uh, you're able to keep track of all your things and your little one's things while also looking effortlessly chic everywhere you go. Um, Base makes the ultimate non-diaper diaper bag to serve every busy mom's needs while catering to aesthetic dreams. Base diaper bags come complete with every essential needed for busy days, diaper changes included. Uh, each bag was designed with a changing pad and specific pockets for your diapers and wipes, even um, like an odor-proof pouch, which you know, and I, I you've all been there, you throw the diaper in there, a used diaper, and you find it two days later and it's just stunk up your entire bag. Yep, not anymore. Um, this is a diaper bag that just does more. And they have insulated bottle holders, a trolley pass-through for your travel, and uh, a teething ring that keeps the little one occupied while you know, you're changing them with that built-in changing pad. And uh, in each base diaper bag, comes with a specific pacifier pocket that's easy to sort of reach in uh, before the, the panic and the meltdowns happen. It's just the ultimate lifesaver for any busy mom on the go. And did I mention that it's gorgeous and beautiful and so chic? I'm obsessed with it. I literally take it to the gym, not even with Piper's things in it. It's like all of my stuff. I put one with like my green juice in it and then one with my regular water in it to keep it cold. Um, it just has every little department that I can like organize like my Pilates socks and then my like I use it for me <laughs> I took it to Vegas with me that was like my travel bag I'm telling you this bag is perfection so right now base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash humble so go to basetravel.com slash humble for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash humble. I promise you, you're going to fall in love with this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And and it's isn't it crazy that when I was talking to the medium, your dad comes out and then his mom, Conchita, comes out in my reading. Right. Right. And that, you know, he was saying just how he is doing everything now in this, you know, in, in, in the other life 
to sort of repent and and basically for everything he did here. Which and is now let so me tell you, crazy. it's crazy because my father, as he was uh, on the phone dying at the hospital, and we were you know connecting you know via cell phone, and uh, we could because hear he him got struggling. COVID, so it was like it was like mid COVID. He, he got COVID. Yeah. He was and one so of actually, no one. Yeah, in April, COVID started in March, and he got it in April, and he was ninety-two, very healthy individual, and uh, he went to see other older people to go sing for them because he was very always very, very, <laughs> very charismatic fun and yeah, charismatic. And so uh, when once anyway, so when he ended up at the hospital, and we were able to connect with him, um, we were told that they um, they put him in a position where. He was pretty much crucified when he he was totally against Christ, Jesus Christ. And then now he ended up pretty much because he was breaking everything in the room. He was breaking everything. And, and the nurses were telling us, we have to, you know, we have to tie your Restrain him. Yeah. Restrain him. So, and then when my doctor, my fr- a friend of mine that I know, he was there visiting my father because we couldn't go. He told me, Connie, they have him as Jesus Christ. And the, uh, my my father would have known that he died like that when he was always against Christ and always making our life miserable. Every time we went to a church, he would not allow us to go in there for marriages or, or quinceañeras or weddings or baptisms. We were never able to go. And we walked with my father. We were the only black sheep there. Four little girls walking behind my father. And he was pinching all the saints with his nail and saying, see, all these stupid people. Are 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 uh, worship worship worship? What is it? Worshiping, worshiping, uh huh. Worshiping, worshiping, chalk. This is chalk. Chalk. Yeah, T H A L K. Yeah, yeah, chalk. And so we were like, yeah. yeah, we were like, okay. And so his fingers was white of all the things that he was pinching and pinching and pinching. So by the time you know, he goes, okay, now you know these people are stupid. So then we walk outside the church. Everybody came out. They all went. We all went to the party. And again, you better not eat this, and you better not eat that, and you better not eat pork, and you better not this. And da 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 da. And so yes, that si papa, si papa, yes papa, yes papa. You know. So it was uh, that's that was our upbringing. But at the same time, then he started drinking, and then the music began, and everyone right. knew that they they wanted to get my father drunk. Because that was the only way that my father would change. Or like have fun. They baptized. Uh-huh. They baptized. They baptized my, my all of us. They baptized us in the Catholic Church when he was absolutely intoxicated. No. And when he, yeah, and when he found out later, he wanted to beat up my mom. He wanted to beat up my uncles from all the family. He was like going crazy when when his father, my grandfather, found out that my father got drunk. And my mom baptized all of us. Oh, oh my, my God. Father, it was like. To, oh, it was hell. So I can't I, believe they know? got him drunk just to baptize you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, the day and they that just, we all went four of you, Mexico, all four of you, they they just did it no, all no, four no. of you. Uh, every, t- every, every time, everyone, there's their, their kids that were baptized when they were like maybe three years old. Like, no, I'm saying, not, did you all four get baptized the same day when he, like that one, it was no. all four at one time? Oh, no, no, no. As you were growing, as you, as you were born, some of them 
one of us were born, were baptized when they were we were very very young in by months. Some of them were like baptized when they no, were like. I, two I know. Years I old. guess what I'm saying, like, did they have to get them drunk multiple times? Like every time they wanted to baptize one of you, they had to get them drunk. Correct. Correct. And so he fell for it every time. Yeah. Oh my god! What drinking. an idiot! Right. He loved drinking. He loved drinking, oh, and then he knew god. that there was going to be a party after that, so he was going to go sing. So, <laughs> but then I mean. And when we did our first communion, it was when he wasn't there. He was still in the United States and we went to Mexico. We were like 14, 15 and we looked so old that we looked like we were going to get married because we were <laughs> we were so old. <laughs> so when we got oh to the church, god. people said, oh my God, four, four women are getting married at the same time. And my <laughs> aunt goes, no, they're here for their first communion. <laughs> Is that when you guys wore the pajamas or no? No, no, that was no, that was for our quinceañeras. Oh, your quinceañera. We, we, we all wanted a, we all wanted a quinceañera, and with my father, there was no way that that could ever happen, because right. um, quinceañeras are only for like people in the religion, you know, Catholics, yeah. Christians, maybe, maybe, but yeah. no, Jewish people, they don't do, they do, they do um, uh, bat bar mitzvahs, but and bat mitzvahs, bar yeah. for boys, bar, yeah, that is for women, yeah, that mitzvahs, and um, you know, we never did that in. He did take us to uh, learn Hebrew when we were little. Uh-huh. He took us to um, uh, um, a synagogues where, I don't know, some of them accepted us, but a lot of them didn't accept us because my father was a Jewish, not my mom. And even when we came to the, to the United States, over here, we had to struggle because they would not accept us in the synagogues, you know? Because we your mom wasn't out. Jewish, right, because the mother because has to be Jewish. Correct. Did you Correct. did you guys even like like kids? Were you guys more inclined to the Jewish religion or Catholicism, or what? Or were you almost like like um, turned off by the Jewish religion because your father was just so intense about it? Exactly. And we always kept yeah. asking if he if 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 the Jewish religion uh, allows him to do that and to beat my mom and to beat us up and whatever. Right. Then how? how we didn't care for that religion. So we had right. to hide at night. So when they asked me, what religion were you when you were little? I say, well, uh, from from eight in the morning until uh, <laughs> six in the afternoon, we were Jewish. And then from 12 until midnight, the next morning, we were Catholic. Because that's right. when my father used to come. We used to, we used to, we used to you know, pray with his, the Bible, you know. And my mom would be bring Jesus Christ and the virgins at night, hiding everything under the under the you know tables and under the mattresses. My mom had to hide everything so that he wouldn't see us. So I have enough for a for a for a movie. Uh, I know. Trust me. Yeah, it's, that's. I'm, 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 I'm speaking to someone about that <laughs> because it it really. I mean, imagine this this documentary and movie like of these four little girls just going through this insane upbringing um and then on top of that i mean you know like what you guys are doing now especially what you're doing now you know and and with like the dreamers and everything it's just such a beautiful it's such a full circle that like now you're helping you know people come into this country and it's just all of it is i feel like it's just such a perfect story well, um, I, th- I think that one thing that I have to say is that um, I was watching a, a woman, a very well-spoken very well woman um, about, I think she's a journalist, 
and she was saying my father died and um and I didn't go see him I didn't mm -hmm. I, I my father died without me speaking to my father and uh but now that as I'm practicing she says as I'm practicing my 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 job and my life and everything that I'm I'm doing I'm practicing my what my father taught us what mm -hmm. my father taught me she, now I wish I would know now I would have known then what I know now I know so now. that I could I that I could you know have said thank you father for everything because she says that every time she's doing something she's like my father and my father mm. and that's when I I I'm thinking now the same thing there are so mm -hmm. many things that my father taught you know behind besides you know his ignorance or whatever you know because he did he didn't go to university or anything like that but I think that uh, his philosophy in the one that he always preached to us as we were growing up, I think it was very powerful to the point where you never say I can't. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, when he used to talk about um, how to, when you're walking anywhere, when you're walking anywhere, you always turn back, you always turn around, turn around. And I think this is what saved my life when I was in downtown LA, that, uh, you know, it was 11 o'clock at night. I remember my father said, turn back, I turn around, and there was a man coming behind me Uh, and I had to run to my car. He got to the car. I was able to close the door and I escaped. And I was like, thank you, dear Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. For the first <laughs> time I could say, you saved my life, Father. Yeah. <laughs> Because, uh, and I turned around. That's exactly thinking. And the men saw that I saw his face and mm -hmm. we both started running, but I was closer to my car and I get boom. I closed oh. the door. He put cones in front of my car and I, I took the cones and I, and I escaped. And I mean, luckily, I don't know. He put cones in front of your car? He put, yeah, he ran to put cones in front of my parking lot. And I took the cones. I ran. And, um, and I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. It's funny. I do think that you teaching us, it's a lot of what your dad taught you. Like you always say, mi papá siempre me dijo, like my dad always told me, my dad always told me. And, and a lot of, a lot of those teachings that you have taught us are from, we call them and, like, even things we call amandazo, yet your, your father was named Amando. And so we even have so like, we, <laughs> yeah. a verb, you made a verb. Yeah. A <laughs> verb saying, amandar, un, un amandazo. Yeah. And, but now like that, my mother, uh -huh. my My mother also, she taught us something that I even wrote a song no, about I, it. Yeah. So I have to yeah. give my mom some credit. And the credit no, that I give my mom is like, because she said that uh, if you ever have a, an abusive man, don't even think about it. Leave him and, and, and just go and get another one. Another one. If not that one, another one and another one, another one. And so the song is called Another One, Another One and Another One. <laughs> It's like DJ Khaled. Another one. Otro, otro y otro. <laughs> yeah. Which... Hurst, I mean, look, both we could be here for hours talking about yeah. your parents because I feel like she also has a, an insane story of oh. just like the way that she would knit all four of your guys' little dresses and like just oh. everything that she has taught you too. I mean, no, no. They, it, they both equally have. Just listening to my mom's story as to what she had to go through so that we could be a happy, happy, happy four little girls uh, when we had no Santa Claus. We had no three kings. We had no, no, uh, I mean, birthdays. We had pretty much nothing. And she had to pretend to be, you know, the Santa Claus that we, obviously, we knew that she was sewing the dresses for these little dolls. She was doing everything, but we saw her doing it. So we knew that 
that wasn't Santa Claus, Mom. And we used to right. write our little letters. And, um, and, you know, it's just this fantasy world that she made us believe. I don't know if you watched that movie, um, Life is Beautiful. And same thing with my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom was always pretending to be or do something for us so that we couldn't, we wouldn't suffer because her family or, or stop um, believing. Yeah, yeah. Her family was millionaires. Natalie, they had Christmas trees, they had gifts, and I mean buildings, and I mean you name it. So when we were there, we saw all our cousins with tons of presents, and so we said, "Wait a minute, why do they have? Why is Santa Claus so mean?" Why do they have all these presents and they didn't they didn't come to our to our house? And and the same thing with the, so the three sad. kings and it was just very sad, you know, where people we, we were seeing that it wasn't it wasn't equal. Like Santa Claus was mean. <laughs> right, right. But, so we used to wait we used to wait for the for the moon to light us because our rooms were you know turned off, the light was turned off. So we used to wait for the for the moon to light us so that we could write our little letters and we put them under in our shoe. And they were still there the next morning. I'm like, ah, we used oh, to cry. Oh, that is so sad. <laughs> so sad. But what then don't you feel like a part of you, like you are who you are, obviously, because of what you've gone through? Like it almost reminds you to like stay humble, work hard. Like what what, what did your dad say um, in Spanish? But it was like um, la, la educación de, de, what is it? La universidad. Oh, and necessity uh, taught me more than the university. That's what he said right. every time. You, necessity taught me more than university. And so that's what he, he kept saying, you know, just keep moving forward. Don't look back. Keep learning. And for him, education was like, wow. That's why we suffered so much when I couldn't go to school, to the college here in the United States because of my legal status. And that's why I think we right. are where we are with, with my project of my Call Me a Dreamer project, which I'm very proud of. And yeah. good things will come. I'm very proud, Natalie. Absolutely. And I think that's why I spoiled you guys when you guys were little. I gave you everything that I didn't have. <laughs> we used to have right. the biggest Santa Claus and the biggest Christmas trees and the biggest everything so that you guys could have a fantasy childhood, you know? And, See and how I think- crazy that is? and But, like, that's, that's, I think, why it's so important to ask your parents these questions of, like, and, and, and really understand, like, where it all sort of stems from. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just so fascinating. And then and then it's like, you know, the way I'm going to be with Piper, you know, does that have anything to do with how I was raised? And and then how, you know what I mean? Like, it's just Absolutely. all so, yeah. Absolutely. One thing, but one thing we all need it's, to know is that we never give up. We keep moving forward and then and, and never turn back. Because if you keep if you keep looking well, back, you should to turn back your... only to see if someone's behind you. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't turn back in in a certain way, but always in look back. Way. Don't turn back, yeah, but look exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the story behind you that traumatized you, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. You, right. You're wasting you're wasting time thinking of what you went through. This time is just like keep moving forward, and that's I think that's what I am applying in my life. Because it keeps me healthy, mm-hmm. healthy-minded, and healthy physically, uh, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully financially. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> I know. I'm so proud of you. You're so strong, and I feel like you're you are exactly what I what I know my sisters and I like strive to be as far as just being positive. You know, you always say just just laugh. Like I just know. I mean, 
I can't even think about the day that like we don't have you, which I feel like is just like the scariest moment ever. But I feel like, you know, not to diss my dad at all, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to always have like that. My mom used to say, my mom used right. to I'm going to have so many like life lessons right. from what you've, you know, taught us and instilled in us. And, right. you know, at some point, you know, we almost have to thank the, you know, grandpa and we have to thank everyone that put that in you because if not, you know, we wouldn't have those, those little because gems Let me either. tell you, in the fact that, um, the fact that my mom taught us how to eat and how to survive with, with, with barely any money that you, you, you make, you make bread from this and you make, and you make a meal from nothing and, 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 and just. The fact that, that that she taught us all that, I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am. Oh, you're a little frozen. Um, but anyway, it is. All, all, oh. of the, all of that. No, it, it that is I, beautiful. I, I mean, I, my mom was to me, I mean, mi adoración. Um, you know, and yeah. I, I learned so much from her. And now I wish I would have learned even more from my mom, even though we did ask thousands of questions. But I think I should have maybe understood her a little bit deeper um, but as right. we are growing, we're so busy, you know, raising our children that we sometimes we underestimate uh, our parents' feelings. So that's why I appreciate that you have me in your podcast, Natalie. And I hope <laughs> this stays no, with I, you guys forever. <laughs> it it will. And and again, I, I really suggest that, you know, if you still have your parents around or even aunts and uncles, because they also have, you know, their own stories. Um about about your parents and all that but I feel like or if you have your grandparents around just set up a camera set up a phone and record them ask all the questions I mean it's just such a beautiful thing to be able to have and, and to and to pass on to your kids as well um Absolutely. but I will say before your dad left um this earth we you were very hesitant on speaking with him and I right. remember all of us sort of told you you know you got to take the little good that he did give you and remember that he, you know, had his own past and his own traumas and, and you'll, you you will not regret saying goodbye to him. And, and you did, and you got on the phone and, and you spoke to him and you said, you know, thank you for the good. Thank you for the bad. And, and I feel like it was also very therapeutic for you. And it was a terrible time uh, that um, we couldn't actually do anything with regards to seeing him in person because of COVID, you know? So COVID mm -hmm. is, um, Someone that I say, well, because of you that I couldn't see, you know, my father at least to say the last goodbye. Um, but yeah. it is what it is. You know, we all have to deal with with something and we will always forever remember COVID. I think that's already going to be in, in, in every child, you know. Even oh, even Piper, man, I know. Yeah, she she yeah. came to she came to my house and she kept asking me for for the mask. I we I want I want to wear a little it. mask. Wear it. Yeah, <laughs> because she was so and then, and then she, we were in the we were we were um in the bathroom and we were washing our teeth teeth and everything and then she asked me what is this for and it was a cream for our wrinkles and she said yeah. um what is this for? And I said, that's for your wrinkles. She said, what's wrinkles? I said, well, this, and I, I, I smile, I show her my wrinkles. And then she goes, oh, I said, but if you put some, you know, um, maybe that they will disappear. And I said, but she goes like, why? And I said, because I'm getting old. And then she said, 
why did you, because she knows that my mom died because she was old. Because she asked me, why did your mom die? Yeah. She sees a picture here. Yeah. And I said, because she was getting old. And she goes, are you going to die? Because <laughs> 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 she's so old. Yeah, I'm getting, you're getting old. Are you going to die? I said, yeah, but one day. But when I die, it's, you know, it's a beautiful place over there. And I didn't want to say, she goes, oh, I can die too. Because it's a beautiful place. I said, no, no, you're oh, not. Oh, no. <laughs> It's a beautiful place. So when she sees me, when she sees me that, you know, it's yesterday she came and she goes, oh, like you have wrinkles like up here. So she uh-huh. went right into the yeah. bathroom to get that, to get those little drops. The cream. So that it can disappear so that I don't die. So that I don't so die. So that you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I little girl. girl. I love her yeah. so much. Yeah, I know, but now she's obsessed with it because now she's like, Mommy, are you old? Mommy, I'm getting old. Like everything for her now is like, we're all getting old. So. I mean, she wants to know what my mom died of. I'm not going to tell her the story, the real story about why my mom died. It, and, and, and then th- that my Jackie has that photo in her house, and doesn't she go and kiss her every time? Yes, yes. It, I have a video. Every time she walks in here, she kisses my mom, and because I told her, look how beautiful she is. She's a beautiful lady, and she goes, she's your mom, and she's not here. No, my love, she's not here. Why? <laughs> she's so sad that she wishes I could have a mom. <laughs> oh, anyway, my so, God, my heart. Anyway, and, and so I learned that, you know, that songwriting and music came pretty much from my father and my, and my, and my, I know we have, you know, limited time here. But I mean, I, I'm writing a new song based on my, on my age, based on my story that, you know, you get to a point in your life when you need to, um, you know, just, move and move forward and it regardless of the things that you were used you used to do which is helping my life was helping I, I just remember feeding people helping people and even though I I mean it's not that I don't want to continue doing it but now I need to think of something that I want to move with my bucket list and I haven't mm-hmm. done a lot of a lot of things in my bucket list that I want to accomplish so um, I was yeah. talking to one of my producers and I said would you help me finish this song and he goes he goes Sing it to me. And I'm talking a producer that has worked. He's not working with Michael Bublé, Celine Dion. And I'm talking not yeah, just anyone. he's a big time guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he goes, tell me, sing it to me. And I said, well, it's just a song that says, move, move, get out of my way. Because I'm in a hurry. And then he says, and he talks about my bucket list. He talks about the things that I haven't done. And then, but I think that once you put it together, and now this morning I woke up. You know, and, I, and then in that song, I'm adding um, the uh, golden age because it, somehow uh-huh. it, it just fit perfectly in the, in the in the song. So, can you tell me what? How do you describe golden age, Natalie? How do I describe it, or what is like the definition of it? Yeah, what what do you what what do you, what what's the definition in your in your in your words? What what or your your mind or how would you express that that means? When what I is, yeah, when I hear about like your the golden age. I think of like the best time of your life. Like it's it's when you are at your prime, at your peak. But I but for me my your golden age isn't like a specific time. And then I lo- had to look it up because you had asked me before and I didn't know that it says your golden age begins between 65 until about 80 and beyond. So it's like well, after I, 65. When, when you when you um when you uh, 
you know, Google, Google the, the golden age. I mean, there's has so many definitions because it comes from, I don't know right. how many. So, I mean, golden age was for the prince of that and that and I mean, you, you name it. I mean, we can go here and stay here forever. Yes. But, but I think that there's one that has to do with the, 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 the golden age of age, like with meaning how old you are. So when you turn 65 right. and plus, and that's when apparently, you know, you can, you should fulfill everything that you dream of. And I think that if you read it, maybe, I don't know, dile, dile a este chico que, que te haga leerlo. Yeah. No, so it says here, it says, generally speaking, the golden the golden years begin at age 65 and last until 80 and beyond. However, some experts question whether golden years still belong in our vocabulary because the time span and definition of retirement has changed over the past half century. Older Americans live longer now than they did back in 1960. So I think that, you know, the, the original definition of your golden, you know, the, the, the golden years is because, you know, you have now fully retired. You can now, you know, you don't have to work anymore or stress anymore. You can now live your best life. And I think that now people are living their best life even before 65. Correct. Right? So... Yeah, I mean, I guess, but, you know, but it's true though. People, yeah. people are retiring a little later now. People are working, like they're active, um, you know, at the age of, you know, 65, 70 years old. They're still working. Yes. Right. So right. that's where we are at right now. I know that a lot of people probably will, will wonder where we are at with another my other project. I'll keep you posted, Natalie. I think there's a lot going on <laughs> with my Call Me a Dreamer I know. Um, dream. My dream. And, and you know, it's funny. I, I, I feel like in, in the entertainment industry, you know, people are working on albums for years before they come out, right? Year. It takes four, it takes a lifetime. And so, you know, that's why sometimes you don't want to ever talk about things too prematurely because then you're exactly. like, well, when is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? So it's like, you know, but, but just know that, you know, some of these projects take forever until it, it's the, you know, the right time and, and, Everything has to align and everything, but you're still doing it. I'm, I'm so proud there. of you. Thank you so much. Yes, Thank and you. it's gonna you're you're gonna make a huge difference. And I love you, and I'm honored to be your child. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for just coming on and sharing your stories and sharing your wisdom with all of us, and um, and being so open. So, well, I, I just want to, I want to thank you, my love. And I just want to let you know that, um, you make me very, very, very proud and, um, and your sisters uh, as well, if they're listening and your brother, um, I know, you know, <laughs> but if they one day listen to all, they, they'll get to an age one day that they have nothing to do, but listen to your shows, Natalie. Yeah, trust me. exactly. Yeah. But, in their golden age. Exactly. In their golden age. I love you, my love. Say hi to you know, your, your, your other half, which is Riley. I love her. I love, if he's listening, he knows that I love him very much. He's also not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Great. All right. I love <laughs> you. Just in case. <laughs> I love everybody. Los quiero. Okay. Thank you to your beautiful audience. Mm -hmm. Bye. Adios. <laughs> Besos. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with my beautiful mother. She, always comes on and talks. I mean, you guys love her, but imagine like being with her and getting to spend time with her every single day. It's, it's truly a gift. Um, and I, I just adore her. So thank you all so much for listening. 
please make sure to go subscribe, rate, review. Just go give it a quick little five star down in the wherever it is that you listen. Um, and thank you so much for your support. Love you all very, very much. And I will see you next week. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.